I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. All right, welcome back to the channel. Today, we're going to talk about the very famous greatest investor of all time, Mr. Warren Buffett. And I think a few things from his past, even his early childhood and early 20s, will tell you a lot about who Warren Buffett is today and what led him to be one of the greatest investors of all time. Warren Buffett was born in August of 1930, right during the Great Depression. And Warren's father, Howard, was actually a congressman and stockbroker. Now, since Warren's dad was a stockbroker, this led him to go to these bucket shops around the country with him. He'd be one of the chalk boys riding on the chalkboard with his dad on the wall. Now, a lot of people said Warren growing up was incredible at mathematics. You could give him any number or sequence of numbers and he could do the calculations in his head. This all led Buffett to make his first investment at the ripe age of 11 years old, where he bought three shares of City Service Preferred at $38 a share. Now, this is interesting because soon after, the stock went from $38 a day a share and dived down to $27 a share. However, at a young age, Buffett decided to hold his shares, which even today, he's a huge proponent of not selling. And he eventually sold those three shares for over $200 a share. Now at age 13, Warren was already running two different businesses. He was a paper boy and had a racehorse tip sheet, where I guess he'd give tips on horses that were going to win. People would subscribe to this newsletter, this article. Since he was doing this, he actually had to file taxes at 13 years old and actually wrote off his bicycle as a tax deduction. And again, this is back in the 1930s and 40s that he's doing this. Now, in 1942, Warren's dad was elected to the House of Representatives, so they moved to Washington, D.C. And while there in high school, him and a friend decided to buy a pinball machine for $25. And they installed this pinball machine at a local local barber shop. It was so profitable, this led them to buy two more, so they had three pinball machines. And Warren sold this company in high school for $1,200, which in today's money is the equivalent of over $20,000. Buffett continued this rampage of success. He enrolled at college at 16 years old and was graduated at 20 years old. He also had saved over $10,000 from his childhood businesses. He then went on to receive a master's in economics from Columbia University and after his master's degree, furthered his education at the New York Institute of Finance. While at Columbia University, he studied under Benjamin Graham, who's most famous for writing The Intelligent Investor, which was largely influential for Buffett to get into the investing markets. Warren started selling securities at Buffett, Falk and Company before going to work for his mentor's company, Graham Newman Corp, for two years as an analyst. This led Buffett at the ripe age of 26 years old to go out and launch his very first fund, which he called Buffett Partnership LTD and founded it in the very place, Omaha, Nebraska. He raised $105,000 from family and friends, pooled that together and used previous strategies he'd learned from his mentor in other places to help him become an expert at finding undervalued assets in the marketplace. Six years later, Warren Buffett was a millionaire. Now, Buffett's fund was very interesting. He gave investors a 4% preferred return, took 50% of gains and 25% of losses. And by the way, if you want to learn how to start a hedge 
fund or about other types of hedge funds, how they run. You can check out these other videos on our channel as well. Now, since Buffett was doing this in the 50s and 60s, there obviously was no computers or ways to do technical research on these companies he was buying. The most common way was to read directories and investment letters from companies like Moody's. And in Buffett's own words, he said these memos were huge and long and very hard to get through. And because of that, a lot of other managers didn't like to read them, which he believed gave him a competitive advantage where he could find things in plain sight that other people would miss. From 1957 to 1968, 11 years, Buffett averaged a 31.6% return compared to the Dow, which averaged 9.1%. This kid was amazing. He was hot on Wall Street and people were begging to give him more money. Now, even though Buffett's fund was performing very well, he decided to liquidate the partnership in 1969 because he was interested in running a little textile company called Berkshire Hathaway. At the time, Berkshire Hathaway was a dying company. I mean, like, dye, like you dye wool in different, like red, blue, green. And they did this, they would dye men's suits and other things like that. Not the other type of dyeing, but it was a little bit. You'll see in just a second. Buffett decided he wanted to take a large position in Berkshire Hathaway. He started buying shares at $7.50 and was selling them at $11.50. And the owner of the company, Seabury Stent, was fine with this. He actually was okay with them selling at $11.50. But at the last minute when Buffett had put this whole deal together, Seabury Stent decided to lower his offer from $11.50 to $11.38. This infuriated Warren Buffett because he had rescinded on his offer. And he said, screw it. I'm buying up as much of this company as I possibly can, which he ultimately did and took controlling interest over Berkshire Hathaway. After taking control of Berkshire Hathaway, he decided to move the company from a small textile company to one who can control media assets. Things like the Washington Post, Geico, and oil like Exxon. They also made significant investments in companies like Coca-Cola, where they put a billion dollars and appointed Buffett director of the company from 1989 to 2006. Now, even crazier about Warren Buffett. And after making tens of billions of dollars in 2006, Warren Buffett pledged to give away his entire fortune before he died. He committed 85% of his fortune to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which was the largest act of charity in U.S. history. And four years later, Bill Gates and Warren Buffett decided to do the giving pledge, where they would challenge billionaires to give away over half of their wealth before they died. For the man that couldn't be stopped since he was born, this came to a screeching halt in 2012 when he was diagnosed with prostate cancer. But just like everything else in his life, Warren conquered prostate cancer and now can add cancer survivor to his vast resume. Over the last decade, Berkshire Hathaway has made some huge investments, taking over H.G. Heinz, which they then merged with Duracell and Kraft Foods to become the largest food manufacturer in the country. Buffett then sold a majority of his 81 million shares in IBM and moved them into Apple, where they are now the largest stakeholder of Apple. And by the way, if you wanna watch some of our other videos on how to start a fund, how to scale a fund, you can click here. Burchell Hathaway's current portfolio is valued over at $293 billion, with Warren Buffett's personal net worth over $100 billion. Again, check out these other videos of starting a hedge fund, scaling a fund, and how people like me and you are getting into the fund game. Thank you all so much. I'll see you in the next video. Bye. Hey, hey, it's Bridger here. I have four free and simple ways I can further help you to scale your business or fund. Number one, I have a YouTube channel with actually, I don't, to toot my own horn, I think it's decent content on there. Go check it out. Bridger Pennington is a YouTube channel. We go very deep on funds. Number two, I have a one hour free training at investmentfundsecrets.com. We go very deep into how to actually start and scale your very own fund from ground zero. Number three, 
You can join our free private Facebook group of like-minded people like me and you that go out and launch the scale of funds. I go live in there once a week. The name of the group is Investment Fund Secrets. And then number four, finally, I have a free PDF guide on how to actually launch and scale your fund. If you go to investmentfundsecrets.com slash guide, you can download that guide. Now, finally, people always ask me, Bridger, can you help me one-on-one? Can we work together? Yes, I don't want to talk about that in here. But if you want to learn more, message me, Bridger at investmentfundsecrets.com or just DM me on Instagram. Thank you guys. And I'll see you in the next episode.